go! It's the Yoffs to to quote to quote the one Sean DePaz who you I was know call him the late Sean DePaz. No, no, he is only, he is, only no, to no, PHNX. No, no, he's, he's still he's, very much he's, alive. He is no longer he's still very he, much he's alive. He's no longer. He's no longer with no no he's he's no longer with us. He's, he's very much he's very he's very much alive and well, but he is no longer no, no, with, with us. <laughs> oh, let's go! It's the Yavs. Let's go! Welcome into the PHNX Rising podcast, baby. Oh man, oh man! It's Max was busy preparing for this show, taking the preparation very seriously. I was he swung down to the Pax game this afternoon. Yavs times two. Yavs times two. Let's freaking go supporting. All the teams, but hey, this is the PHX Rising podcast. Let's freaking go! It's a good time, everyone. Listen, we 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 said what we need to said on the Tuesday show, right? We recapped Colorado Springs, all that stuff. It's in the past. It's in the past because we want to focus on the now. We want to focus on how Rising is going to win this match and all the implications that it can mean, and not on how you poison Sean. Well, that is incredibly out of context. There needs you, to be some context. You were putting things on his desk that he was allergic to, okay. eh? First off, allegedly allergic. Second of all, uh, it was if, if someone did that, they were closed. He's fine. He Again, he's very much alive and well, even though he's, he's no longer alive. Even though okay. he's no longer with us. But, um, you know, Owen, how are, how are you feeling right now about Sunday's matchup? Ooh, that's a Ooh, good question. Give me, um, give me, the, give me the juicy. It's details. a mixed bag, right? I, I, I've said this throughout this, right? You said it throughout. <laughs> you wanted these teams. Hell you yeah. wanted this matchup. Hell right? yeah! I know you wanted this matchup. I didn't necessarily want this matchup because I understand, right, the pressure that it puts on them. I understand all the other factors that go into this. This is going to be a very interesting game in a lot of ways. I mean, on the one hand, you've got the the team in the background and all of that. That's on the one hand. We should also talk about Rising's form, shouldn't we? Really, because Rising's form is not great. Um, <laughs> it's not great right now. And on the one hand, good, bad, whatever. Okay, I I understand that. It's not. This is a whole new start in a yeah. lot of ways, right? Yeah. You start off now in the playoffs. Doesn't matter what you've done before. If you come out and win these next few games, it doesn't matter that you struggled uh, against Colorado Springs. You struggled against New Mexico United. Yeah. That doesn't matter. All that matters is you can get a result in these coming matches. But still not ideal. I will say one thing that I heard from from uh, rising coach Ron Garrett earlier mm. today. I'll talk you through a little bit of this oh, yes. now. Um, and if you want us to find out more about that, go check out an uh, article on gophnx.com. Nice. Um, a little bit of a write-up from Good the plug. presser today. Read my boys but... Work. One of the things that he brought up here is, look, you compare this team to what happened in 2021. We saw what happened then. We saw how they came out, you know, they, they'd been, I mean, I have the quote, actually. I have the quote, the original quote from uh, R- rising, then rising coach Rick Shantz, um, who was describing comments on... Uh, from, from the national side right at the time back in 2021. And he said that he thought that the way people were dismissing his team was disrespectful, and I'm tired of it, he said. Mm. We won the Pacific Division six weeks ago. The guys have been on vacation for six weeks. Mm. And yeah, people can criticize our performances. I understand as a coach and as a manager that the world is always about what have you done for me lately, but I think it's unfair that people don't look at our full body of work. Of course, Rising then crashed out in the first round. Uh, from speaking to Juan today, one of the things he was saying about was like, look, 
we qualified so early in that one that we kind of coasted. You didn't see the same focus, the same concentration as you're seeing out of this team oh, now. Yes. He oh, prefers yes. seeing this that he's getting from his team right now. And I understand that, right? It, it's it's an awkward balance to strike. Obviously, you want to do very well in the regular season, but at the same time, when you do like Rising used to do, and you qualify for the playoffs several weeks in advance and you go on, as, as Rick called it at the time, vacation <clears throat> for six weeks. Um, that That's the problem, right? Yeah. See, this is where, Rise, you know, everyone trying to play checkers. Rising playing chess, they wait until, you know, the second to last game to really play for it all when it comes to, oh, you know, we can host a home playoff match. They want to stay sharp. They knew exactly what they were doing. And then they used that last week to say, hey, we'll get a little rest against Colorado Spring, Swings, uh, Spring Switchbacks because, you know, doesn't really matter in theory at this point what our seed is because it's you know one of two. So hey, rising really looking good. That's exactly what they did. They wanted the sixth seed all along. Is that what we're all saying? No. <laughs> oh, well that's understandable. Not in the slightest. This and team wanted yeah. fourth, right? Yeah, but they I'll did. say this now. I'll say this now. I said this last week. I said that when it came down to it, if you had a choice between finishing in fifth yep. or finishing in sixth. For the reason of wanting the team to have a bit more momentum going their way, to feel like they turned a bit of a corner, I wanted them to get a win against Colorado Swings. The you did. Switchbacks. You and did. Thought that that was going to be an important one. However, um, at the end of the day, being in sixth has some benefits, right? Yeah. There's not very much. All the teams, second, third, fourth. You've got San Antonio. You've got Orange County. You've got San Diego. Not in that order, but they're second, third, and fourth. Um, they're all much of a muchness, right? And there's a reason it came down to that final day. <laughs> that are all much of a muchness. And, well, that's, 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 a that's an expression. That's, that's a, I, it's I, an expression. I've never heard of that. Okay, okay. but okay. All right, they're, fair. they're all pretty much the same, right? Okay, and they all came down to one point it was going into the final day between second and fourth. The issue is, is that I think that Sacramento are a much better team. So by finishing in sixth instead of fifth, you avoid a potential clash with Sacramento until the conference final. Um, again, I think that you could, honestly, anyone can beat anyone in this league, right? It's I wouldn't true. even rule out Sacramento crashing out immediately. Of course. It can happen. Absolutely. We'll get into specifics of that and specifically around the, the bracket a little bit more, um, I'm sure later on as well. But I don't know. I feel as though, look, sixth isn't where you want to be. Of course, they wanted the home playoff game. It wasn't plausible by that last regular season game. It was, it was out of the question. It wasn't it mathematically was. possible. Of course. But... At the end of the day, sixth still may be a marginal, as weird as it is, a marginal advantage of a bit finishing in fifth. Hey, man, we will we'll take it. We'll, we'll take it. Uh, right, you don't really want to be hosting that home playoff match. But, um, you know, it, it's still possible. It's, it is, it's still possible down it is, the line. It is. Um, not likely, but it's possible. So you're saying there's a chance. There's uh, a chance. Well, they <laughs> probably think they've got to win before we even get onto that. Yes, but. of course. Well, and that actually puts up a good point of rising need to win. When was the last time well, rising they need, they need did draw, get a win? They need to draw an advance okay. on kicks in the okay. mark. At the well, listen, as we knew in the end of the eight-match unbeaten run, rising sure know how to draw, so they, they have do. that going for them. But yeah, rising now to draw in, in playoff games Yeah, in they general, do. Right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. What, Max, <laughs> dare I ask once again, when was the last time that rising won a playoff game in 90 minutes? <clears throat> it's uh, been quite a while, dare I say. A good handful of years. The 2018 Western Conference Final. They beat Orange County. Now, you look at that and say, how did they... How, what do you mean that was the last game they won in 90 minutes in the playoffs? They made the final since oh. then. Yeah, they uh, they did so with 
uh, one game that went to extra time and two that went to keeps on the mark. Yeah, Speaking of which, we've got a little bit of a parallel I can draw you. Uh, should we do a bit of a referee focus? I mean, I'm referee always down for focus, a good yeah. referee focus. Referee focus. Uh, Elvis Asmanovic uh, should have the whistle okay. for this game coming up. Uh, he also refereed Phoenix Rising's 1-0 win of a Sacramento Republic in 2020. Mm. Famous, of course, for what happened in that game? <sighs> Lest we forget. The infamous. Lest we forget. Hand of Solo. <laughs> the Hand of Solo. Solomon Asante punching the ball into the back of the net. And the goal stands. The Box. goal stands. Boxing glove. We love it. We love it. We love it. But Elvis Manovich will be uh, making the uh, trip to San Diego to officiate that match. Yeah. Sorry, I wanted to spend. Don't mind us. Producer Emma's trying to be incognito, but she's just crawling she's just underneath the table. Crawling. I totally just outed her. Just it's threw like her off the spot. The, she's got the cap on. She wasn't even in the frame. Didn't ask. Oh, that is what we do around here. That is what we do around here. Emma's crawling along here with her. We appreciate you, Emma. She's got like a hood halfway up, so it's like you can't see me. I'm just crawling. Oh, I'm in trouble after this one. Uh, You know, rising. Hopefully, they're not in trouble after the form that they finished on. We keep on going back to. That's a nice transition, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. I don't want to see Harish Formella again in that position. No, Uh, not not from the start. Mm. start starting lineup fine i don't want to see it last 10 minutes they need to chase a game fine i get it right you get to a point sometimes in games whereby late in the match you're chasing the game and you come out and say you know what i don't care i'm putting everyone out there i'm gonna make the assumption that anyone who potentially could put that ball in the back of the net i want them on the pitch i understand that that's the kitchen sink tactic i don't want to see the kitchen sink tactic from minute one because it can't be played from minute one and again just so many times we've seen those moments and i understand there are sometimes Juan will say things like well i don't know there was some moments we still created chances it could have gone but they weren't quality as we saw they weren't quality chances how many times over these last few games have you seen instances whereby Darius and da- uh, and Danny kind of get in each other's way a little bit a little bit the, the two-step i don't want to see that same lineup the, the opposite okay? of middle school dance I don't want to see it in that way. Again, you, 10 minutes at the end of a game because you're chucking them out there because you're just chucking people out to go and uh, try and get anyone who could possibly get a shot on goal out there. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. That's, that's kitchen sink, right? It happens. But I don't want to see it from minute one. Okay? By now, I think we have seen enough to say conclusively the Darius Formella left wing back experiment has not succeeded. Yeah. Let's not do it again. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fair to say. Listen, here's what happens when you try to rely on the kitchen sink. When you throw the kitchen sink, sometimes your play can get a little clogged. If you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they like that Max one. Max Simpson about to say, I'm not a plumber, but... I'm not a plumber. No, it, he's not no a plumber. It, it, in all seriousness, right, it's something where... This team has tried to find their offensive spark, and I think they had a combination that worked quite for a while, right? I know they have a lot of different variety of wingbacks that they bring on on that left side, really providing that pace. We keep on going back to it is you just don't want this team to be predictable. And I think the thing that got, they got away from a bit is during their eight-game unbeaten run, particularly in the first half of it when it was a lot of wins mixed in there, those mm-hmm. performances were offensive in display, and they were yes. unpredictable. And yes. yet... 
are unpredictable in the sense of where the attack would come from because you can have a nice buildup of passing, but this team really went vertical. They were able to bypass channels, play through lines, and that's how they were effective. But it was also because while the play kept the defense on their heels, the lineup seemed to be far more consistent in who they're building out. And it was something that they had worked many times throughout the season. Also, shout out Rai there with the Manjoma. I, I want to see Manjoma. Yes. I want to see Manjoma. They have a lot of backs on this team. Yes. Like, Gabby Torres obviously is out injured at the moment, right? It's a struggle. I understand that, okay? He's had his problems with injury. There's not a whole lot you can do with that. The last game, I swear, was calling for Eddie Manjoma. You looked at the way that yeah. Colorado Springs were pressing in that for, game. It was crying It was crying out for Eddie Manjoma. On uh, on the left hand side, and um, we we didn't see him until way too late. Um, yeah, I mean it's something where again it's it's about the personnel on field. It's not that Darius Fromella cannot play that role, and it's not that right he doesn't have good attributes. But the thing is, he's a type of player who again we've said this. He's deliberate in slowing the ball down, and when you are playing with Danny Trejo. You want to be able to put him in space and isolate him. What's going to naturally isolate a player like that? Someone who is burning for speed on the wing who can stretch this team. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out as well, Super Chump in Go the chat. Joma. Go Joma. You ain't wrong, but Super Chump. Yeah. Oh my gosh, please give me Eddie and Darnell as the wingbacks. We like that. That'll work. Indeed. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, well, you know what else will work and that will take? Producer Emma. Oh, no. I was... I hey, hey, can I get another one? Hey, oh, oh, what's Ru that? Hey, oh, hey, wow, it's Ru almost Ru like we got a nice plethora. Someone was asking about the tower earlier. Max, you, you just witnessed the D-backs winning a playoff game. Oh, yes. Some might say I'm very good luck for the Diamondbacks. Indeed. Good luck. Good luck is Max. That's what people are saying. All right. So people are absolutely saying, let me just get the little product placement on there. <laughs> Shout out our friends at 4P. Because as you can see, both on screen in the nice little graphic down here, around here, but also in this beer tower here, they have quite the delectable, delicious, the devouring, savory uh, beers. Lots of selections. They write the hazy IPAs, the wows, the kilts, the rattle on red ales, everything like that. Check out our friends at Four Peaks. Yes, what the what D-backs go on top. D-backs were, is correct. The D-backs were quite literally the top they were, can they on were there. At the bottom. Cardinals was top. No, they were. No, they weren't. They were you sandwiched. The D-backs at the bottom. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Run the film. I literally just moved it. Max. Don't, no, dude, don't, don't, don't. I literally nod. just don't, moved don't, it. Oh no, Eric, don't tell me that. We can run the film. You're gonna oh, be no. wrong, brother. Oh no, Eric. <laughs> Oh, that's tough. There were there were no bets placed on. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, but yes, fine. Even though the the D backs Four Peaks rattle on Red Arrow was not on top, they're on top both in our hearts and on the tower, and soon to be within your gullet. Check out Four Peaks for all the latest and greatest brews that they have going on at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram. Must be twenty one years or older to enjoy responsibly. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it's something where I know we talked about. Certain people on this podcast throwing down certain bets on the game. And all I want to say is this. I'm going to stay away from betting on yeah, this um, game. I'd like Beyond. to say, here's the thing, oh, yes. right, as well. By the way, going forward, I'm going to tell people, you can give your score predictions in the chat whenever you want. That's fine. We ain't making score predictions in the playoffs. Respect. We have decided. Respect. We are not going to where jinx is, Phoenix it, Rising it, it, either way, in either direction. Where, where's the unit? 
We will not jinx. We're as a, we're as a unit. We, we will, will not. not we will not. It's not going to happen. By making any score predictions. And I will not be betting because I, people he, he have said that. Happen. Not be betting. And I will not be standing in the spot for those you of you who know that one. I will not be doing any of that. I will not be doing spot out there. It is outlined. It is sports universe. I will not be standing there. Certain Mr. Totri is allowed to stand in there because good things happen when Totri stands in there. When Max stands in there, the D-backs give up runs. Tough. It's true. Anyway, as I was saying, I won't be betting on this. I won't be making any score predictions, but. I might just be retiring from all bets, even ones that are not sportsbook app related. Uh, shout out our friends at BetMGM, but it's because I lost a bet recently, and I did pay up on my bet as the man that I am in a very timely and prompt manner, as everyone can attest to. I bet multiple bags of OGs. Our friends at OGs, they of course, you know, had me covered with all the different places and locations where I can get their delicious, savory gummies. Their amazing savory. gummies. Well, yeah, they're like delicious, like savory and sweet, and it I feel tastes like amazing. Savory is normally given as the opposite of sweet, Max. Is that is that is, is that is that a guaranteed fact? Yeah, I mean, it's just call it mouth watering. Just call it salivating. Salivating. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Salivating. How about that? <laughs> savory. Well, you know, anywhere. <laughs> that's bad. That's a bad flavored <laughs> OGs. That's a bad story. This is why we don't let Max actually make the product. Just this is salad, true. Okay? That's true. <laughs> oh man, there is a music quote that comes to mind. But anyway, check at our friends at OG's Brands, right? That way you can pay off your debts, all of that fun stuff. I paid off my debts in, ooh, let's see, it was the Indica Fruits, the mixed bag, and the Sativa Creams, that mixed bag. Let's just say one person in this room apparently may have won that. They will remain anonymous. Uh, stop. Uh, you can uh, hear- She pumps her fist oh, up and down. Ironic. Oh, there, there could have been anyone that's, uh, you know, she who won this. Oh, uh, coincidentally, producer Emma is also cheering. But anyway, shout out our friends at OG's Brands. You can check them out on Instagram and all platforms at OG's Brands and find them online at ogsbrands.com at a local dispensary near you. You must be 20 years older to enjoy responsibly. Right. Football. Yeah. Football. Okay. Okay, we talking oh. about San Diego. It's starting to feel real. Loyal. It's starting to feel a little bit more real. Um, <sighs> tell you what, let's get just kind of a, a bit of a backdrop to this one, of course, <clears throat> as we're looking at the rivalry between these two teams and kind of how that can play into this. Let's have a listen it's to been what a while. Rising captain Ooh. Darnell King had to say. I mean, it's always a, a competitive game when we go play against them. You know, scoreline says one thing at times, but um, they know that we always come to fight and we know that they do as well. So it's always a battle. We know it's a big rivalry. Um, the atmosphere is always great here and there when we go play. So, um, you know, last game for, for their organization, it is what it is. We're, we're taking it as a playoff game for us. And if we send them home, it is what it is. But that's, that's our plan um, to, to, to go there and move on to the next round. So um, that's what we're focused on. We're focused on us and yeah, we're just ready to go Sunday. Yeah, look, these two teams, it's no surprise, no secret, don't necessarily like each other very much. And this is yeah, one that goes say back. say that again. Right, it goes back, of course, to the fact that, of course, San Diego come out in 2020 and um, look, every team for a start, all right, back then, Rising were a juggernaut in this league and mm. every team in the region in general was clamoring to say Phoenix is our rival. Um, they all were. Am I wrong? Yeah. You were around the league at that time. I'm it's not, how it kind of felt, I'm right? Saying that they weren't. Every no. team, pretty much in the region, was trying to say that Rising were their rival, right? And in this case, um, I think you know you they built that by being extremely competitive. I think that San Diego stepped up uh, as well at the time where where Rising struggled a little bit more. Um, they've had some really good games between the two of them. There's been a lot of things that have it indeed. Uh, 
set off some flashpoints. I mean, of course, with the pretty awful incident that happened in, in 2020. That, sure. um, oh, yeah, we yeah. can't really discuss this without mentioning it. It of wouldn't course. be doing justice it to not be. mention it. Of course. Um, but of course, extremely regrettable what happened there with Junior Flemings and, and Colin Martin. But yep. then as you look to other incidents that have happened since, you know, there's been flashpoints over a lot of clashes between fans over Andrew Carlton signing for San Diego. I mean, it's, it's things like that that really built up, I think, a, a rivalry between these two teams. And look, it, it's... It's going to be a feisty one for that reason. Um, we should look a bit at the football maybe as well instead of just the off-field stuff. Let's look at the football specifically. Yeah. These two sides met earlier this season. It feels like centuries it, ago. It feels like Ages centuries ago. ago, and there's a good reason. There's 34 games in the USL Championship regular season. These two teams met in Phoenix Rising's games number two and three. Back-to-back, uh, -back actually, early in the season. Uh, Rising met them in week two, had a week off, and then met them here. For the opener, Street, for the first the, ever. The home opener, first the match. first game at 38th Street in Washington. They met them there for that game. And what a doozy that was. That was a 2 all draw, mm. uh, rising with 2-0 up in that game and threw it away. Meanwhile, <sighs> away from home, rising, of course, coming to a multiple goal loss over there. Yeah. and So, yeah. so far, yeah. rising have not beaten them this season. True. Um, no, first time to do it. Yeah, I mean, there's a first time for everything, right? Um, <laughs> playoffs is a great opportunity to do that. It won't be the first time that Rising won if they were to win, of oh, course, yeah, at right? Torero Stadium. Uh, right? They actually did it back in 2021 Yeah. Um, while the Gold Cup quarterfinals were being played over in uh, Glendale, so I wasn't there for that game. Hmm. But um, they, they scored early in that one, Rising, and then kind of shut up shop, let San Diego pass the ball around a lot and not really doing very much. Uh, both matches, this is San Diego pre-Panos, is what Reese says in the chat. So, eh, not wrong. Not wrong. It's very true. Um, I mean, this was pre a lot of things were incredibly different. It's not just pre-Panos. You had Kev Lambert playing on this team and, and starting at the back. You had a, you had, that was way back when, when we had Arteaga hadn't read, really like found any type of form. Danny Trejo was coming on slowly. Even in that match where they lost 3-0 away from home, we even said, that was a a, a, a scoreline that was not indicative, or the performance was not indicative of the scoreline, and that that team, even in a multi-goal loss, did not play poorly. No, no, no. But you know what? Again, that was a while ago, yes. You know what I say? I say that we uh, have a look at something actually from Juan from earlier uh, today, yes. um, and I asked him about what had, what had changed, if mm. anything, in the end since, uh, since these two sides last met. Um, to be very honest with you, I don't think San Diego has, has changed a lot probably over three years. It's a, it's a team and it's an organization that has a clear culture uh, with their identity of who they want to be. They have a clear identity also on, 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 on who they want to be on the field. Uh, their, their playing style, their game model, it's, it's been pretty, pretty similar for, for years now. It's a lot of players that are returning from last year and also a lot of players that were there from year one. Um, coaching staff, same thing. So it's a team that uh, that I think has evolved, has tr probably transformed to get better uh, year after year. Uh, since year one, when you see them now, there's a clear ascending curve. Uh, but their identity is, is pretty much the same. Same at the, at the beginning of the year when we face them twice. I don't think they've changed who they are as a team. But structurally, they, they adapted and, and tweak a few things. They play multiple systems during the year. And, and they have tried, I mean, new players as well. There's some new players that came in. There's players that left um, last week. You know I mean, they, they've, they've been playing good. It's a, it's a good team. If, if you ask me, if I had to pick someone on, on the whole 
least of the West to play it, I would have picked San Diego. Uh, this is this is a soccer game that we want. This is going to be a proper soccer game, and this is a game that we want. And I'm sure this is a game that our fan base and and the full stadium that is going to go watch is going to enjoy watching too. So this is a this is a good game for the USL. This is a good game for the league as well. And hopefully we could put together a strong game plan that leads to a, to a strong performance that takes us to a good result. Yeah. Um, listen, it's been. It's been a man, man. It's just, it's a weird thing. It, we, we talked about this a lot before we started this pod of like, <sighs> you have an idea of how this team likes to play, especially with who they've had within their coaching staff that it's been a team who's been around for a while. And while you have that in mind, you also have to know that even the last time you played them, there's a lot of differences. Yes, there's some carryover, but it you have to straddle that line very accordingly. And it really might change how you come out this week. Yeah, it might. Look, again, there's a lot of things. I see the one question in there about who do we start it's a great, in the it's two a central midfield spots. It's a million-dollar question, that it is, one. It is, it right? is. And I would agree. I feel like Carlos Harvey paired up with possibly Jose Andres Hernandez would be the right way to go. Don't hate that. Right? I feel as though the pairing that we've seen in terms of <laughs> Hernandez and Zambrano doesn't have enough <laughs> in terms of the attacking threat that they provide. Um, I don't think they quite have the same about them that Carlos Harvey does in terms of managing to create something from having possession in the middle of the park. Um, and so as I look at that, I, I think, okay, I want someone who's got a little bit more of a spark perhaps to them. Because again, more, more, mm. this is a team that hasn't always necessarily found those those moments in yeah. recent games. Yeah. Um, they've struggled a little bit more. And having two reasonably safety first um, midfielders in there, yeah, I'd rather maybe see something a little bit different to that. But I mean, also, I think something a bit more right, to to Carlos Harvey's point. Also, something a bit more dynamic. And yeah, this is yeah, no, no this, is, this is no hard hard. This is no uh, you know slide on Renzo Zambrano. You know what you're going to get from him, but he's very much more of a defensive minded type of player. Whereas 100%. Carlos Harvey, listen, he he can provide a lot of cover in the defense. But this is a guy who, especially when he was starting, he gets forward often. He scored multiple goals throughout the season. It feels like we haven't seen him in a starting role in a while. Consistently, no, anyway. I mean, consistently. we saw him in the last game. Yes, consistently. But even then, yeah. he started as a centre-back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which isn't really what I want to see him. Um, the question is, is you see some of the pace, though, that San Diego can bring here? What <clears> are you <throat> going to do defensively as well? Uh. To me, I think you have to look to a guy like Mo Traore, probably in the back three, True. Um, who's got more pace to him. Uh, I think Stenberg's great at reading the play and great with the ball with his feet. Um, yeah. But... I don't think he's necessarily got the pace there. Twemayor does not have the pace um, to keep up with some of the pacier elements of San Diego's uh, front line. So I think that you are going to have to realistically look at having um, Motriori in this some way. Uh, Devin there with the 4-3-2-1, I think, is the wrong approach. Um, I'm sorry, Big Kev. Um, (laughs) I don't think that's going to... I think you need more bodies back there in defense. Especially how this Um, team can counter. And again, it's pace. It's pace. They're a a team that can come with counter, right? You've got to have bodies and pace at the back, and it's not necessarily having your central defensive midfielders in those things. Harvey, when he's yeah uh, in this league, yeah, no, he is when he's on form, he's a step above, right? We know that he's he's better than this league. He's just not good enough to be consistent in MLS. Okay, um, he's in that in between, awkward in between uh, kind of area, right? That's <laughs> the ground growing. he occupies. He's just growing. Yeah, he's just kind of there. It's it's Carlos Harvey, but um, <laughs> yeah, I I think overall. I would personally go with Harvey and, and Hernandez right now if I had to pick. Okay. 
I mean, yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, I mean, I think we've all already kind of talked to death at this point how we don't want to see on there. And again, it's not by like a lack of effort or talent. But again, I think the whole experiment and everything like that, it just we, we want a different wing back, right? Want a different wing back on that left-hand side. Darius Vermella, haven't come off the bench. Fantastic. Or even just in something different. But it's just, I don't know. We've seen what we have. We want something a little bit different. I would like to see this team play. What really was at the heart of the beginning of that unbeaten streak? Yeah. I like the personnel there. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, by the way, it should be noted, ever since you decreed that uh, we're not giving our predictions, I have not seen anything from the chat. We like it, chat. Good looks. We're all, we're all agreeing on this one. We all agree. No predictions, no jinxing. No, None of no, that. No. However, let's talk about a bit more about this because there is an element to this game mm, mm, that mm, is a mm, lot mm. different is that to so? uh, most meetings between these two sides. I'd, I'd reckon. And that is the fact that, of course, the additional edge to this game oh, is yeah, the what fact could that... that be? San Diego Loyal uh-huh. will ultimately fold at the end of this season. Yes, they will. So, hmm. I, and actually mentioning Jose Andres Hernandez, he was there last year, right? That was San Diego's first playoff game. Yeah, it was. At home. Yeah, first home playoff game. Sure. Um, the atmosphere is going to be so much different in this oh, one yeah. because, again, this could be their last. Um, they might well win this and move on. Um, they may be away from home because, of course, they are the free seed. So, oh, sure. in theory, if both of the higher-seeded teams are to, uh, are to win... Yeah there in two and three then then they would be away from home but it adds an edge to it right it definitely adds an edge to it and i think we should have a listen now to uh what juan guerra had to say earlier today about the kind of edge that he thinks it's going to bring massive i think it's going to be huge and that's something that um i am not trying to match as a coach i'm not going to try to push our players to to match those motivation levels because our players are not living that and we can't do that. That would be a mistake. We just need to understand that we're going to go to a place where at times when the game starts, especially the first 20 minutes and the last 15, the crowd is going to play a big role for them. It's going to be loud. It's going to be demanding and challenging for us. When they have the ball, uh, they can create that, that false sense of that they're hurting you because the stadium is loud, but probably they're not. So we need, we need to be so focused, we need to be so concentrated and understand that at times we're going to suffer, at times we're going to be demanded and we're going to feel uncomfortable defending and we need to do those things and then when we have the ball, we need to keep it. We need to keep it, we need to have longer spells of possession and then we can control the game how we want to control it and that's how we can start feeling comfortable. But if you ask me, Owen, oh, how do I match up that? that motivation because I mean from next year we have other ways to match up that motivation as I was saying to you is, is who we are who we represent why are we here why did our players choose to come to Phoenix Rising why did I choose to come back to Phoenix Rising that's us that's an internal motivator and that's a lot bigger than any other external things that can happen so that's that's what I'm going to demand of the players that's what the players understand and that message has been the same message since day one it hasn't shifted so this is a week that, that we want to see all those questions answered and we want to go over there and, and make sure that we can make the organization, our fan base, our supporters, our families and ourselves proud. Now, now I will say here to Damon Ooh. in the chat about the, uh, where's the, you know, this is the time to go going to San Diego and put an L in the coffin. It's what's rising, guys. You can't say that, Damon. Okay, look, Juan Guerra's job is to write Rising's team talk. It's not to write San Diego. <laughs> nice. Okay? Nice. You say that as a fan. He can't say that as the coach. He can have all the laughs and jokes he wants if they get the job done. He can't do it now. Yeah. yeah. Okay? You can't do it in advance. You can't be that person. Um, 
Look, I think it's really going to add an edge to this. I think it actually makes it important. To it me, to me, it makes it incredibly important to get the first goal if you're Phoenix Rising. To me, that is critical in this game. The sure crowd is. is going to be a part of this yeah, game. The players are going to be a lot more emotional, yeah, especially are. those guys who have been with San Diego Loyal for years. Those guys, there's going to be emotions. If you as Phoenix Rising can get a goal early, make them go on the back foot, you're going to see the emotions start to play its role in this game. You will see them chasing. They'll be getting desperate. They'll be making challenges they shouldn't make and picking up yellow cards probably. They'll get themselves in yellow card trouble they didn't need to be in. That will cause its own problems further down the line. Of course, we saw again... Mentioning that Jose Andres Hernandez was there last year, as was Ale Fuenmayor, by the way, yep. um, even though he went off injured, I believe, uh, in the first half of that game. We saw San Diego last year in the playoffs, got in there, had their struggles. <laughs> what happened? Jose Andres Hernandez earned that first red card. You know why? Because Thomas Amang gets his yellow, and then what does he do? Amang walks straight up to Jose Andres Hernandez and gives him a nice little finger in the face. That was, um, that was something. I guess a second yellow card in there for him. But but that that kind of, you know, and that was the first of three red cards that San Diego had in that game. They yeah. finished that match with eight men. Um, <laughs> Not great from a numer- numerical perspective. No, right? But that's the thing. Yeah. If you can force them to lose their composure, which is to very play into the emotional aspect of this game, to be chasing it and to make bad decisions because... They are chasing the game because they are getting into the emotional side of this match and what it can mean. That only serves to help Phoenix Rising. And that's why, from Rising's perspective, getting an early goal, taking the lead is critical. Get that first goal, and I think Rising have got a good shot. Yeah, man, you ain't wrong. Even if you look at the first match that Rising played against Loyal this season away to San Diego, it was volatile. It was very much pushy-shovey. It's something where this team plays on an edge. Both of them mm-hmm. very, very much do. It's going to be important. Again, knowing the edge, though, that this game has, yes. I'd like to return us to referee corner for a minute. Oh, boy. Here we go. So I'd like to shout out assistant referee number one, which is uh, Stephen McGonagall. Stephen McGonagall, you've probably not heard of that name before. Um, speaking of which, Sean, Sean I need a yawn. Sean, 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 no, he's going to the, I mean, to be fair, the D-backs are probably more important, more important yeah. so to be fair, um, but, wow, it's kicking off outside, um, Stephen McGonagall, where was he? <sighs> Sorry, I'm just, where was he when Ryzen <laughs> saw him in the playoffs before? Oh, gosh. You know. I know. He was AR1 for which game, Max? Who were they playing? uh, I know. And you know, since I'm bringing it up contextually, Reno 1868 against Phoenix Rising. Stephen McGonagall was there as Phoenix Rising pretty much ended Reno 1868. Stop talking about that. What time is it, Sean? It's a motherfucking Someone's excited back Let's go. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. We were talking about you earlier, Sean. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, you can join us now. Just come in the other middle, yeah. Uh, you're behind the beer towel, but yeah, we were talking about you earlier. We we're talking about how, uh, despite the fact that his best efforts to kill you, you weren't dead. Oh well, no, 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 yeah. no, he is still with us. Yeah, he's yeah, alive he's and well. He did attempt to kill me. Well, no, we, we, we can't get this on record. Times, but... Are we live? We're still live. Yeah, yeah nonetheless, you can't kill me. Uh, <laughs> oh man, this guy. Nice little appearance from Sean there, uh, who just showed up in the <laughs> office apparently. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Reno says Damon. Oh yeah. boy! But that's the thing, it's right? So AR one for it's that game. 
which was Reno 1868's last ever game, yeah, it was. will be AR1 for this one, which could... I mean, that's, for, that's, that's foreshadowing. That's foreboding. ...progress in this competition. For... Would be the end of San Diego Play? Um, Yeah, it's... <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, on. you missed that last part. No, it's, uh, it's, it's something where, hey, could be fortuitous. Might mean something, might mean nothing. All we know is we do want to see a lot... Of His support team is there. Be chill and level oh yeah, yeah, somewhere. we really are. That's Thank right. You. That's right. Red balls. Yes. Uh, no, it, it's going to mean a lot of support. More people coming to San Diego, and you know, if you're going to be driving to San Diego, you know, you can stop a couple places along the way, and uh, one of those places might be your f your favorite neighborhood, Circle, Circle K. K. Circle K. That's right. They got everything. They got everything. I was at Circle K. Made a snack run the other day. Did I make one today? No, because I'm only generous so many times per week. But Circle K is generous every darn day of the week, right? You download that. You download the Circle K app. You opt into the Inner Circle program with all you need is, what is that? 10 digits. That's right. I can do math. Uh, I'm no mathematician, but I can do math. That's 10 digits. All you need is your phone number, including your code. And you can get into the Inner Circle program. What does that get you? Five Phillips, those first five Phillips, 25 cents off a gallon. You get multiple Polar Pops for free. That's five Polar Pops for free. Oh my gosh, I'm losing my voice a bit. Huh. And you can get regain your voice by not only the delicious food that they have, Polar Pops, everything like that. You get your sixth hot menu item free. Check out Circle K, their inner circle program. Shout them out and check them out near you. And while you're going to Circle K, you can be driving, you need to block out the sun. You know what you need for that? Producer Emma. They're in Wait, front of you. I never why saw did that. You, why do you think Emma was crawling in front of us <laughs> you earlier? You stopped the show to point it out, and then <laughs> you don't even reap the benefits. Where she was. I, I wanted you to throw it to me. Oh, producer Emma, what are you going to do? Anyway, Shady Rays. not going to throw producer Emma is, Shady is Rays absolutely just a guess right now. Shady Rays, right? They're not going to let you down. They're, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Emma, Emma would never let me down. But They'll Shady let you down a lot less than Max Simpson. Uh, that's what they say. Anyway, Shady Rays keep you cool like the other side of the pillow. Uh, keeps you nice and chill, nice and shaded. It's always a good time because Shady Rays, they have the best freaking guarantee. Whether you lose your Shady Rays or they're crushed by the embrace of a Phoenix Rising head coach earlier in the season, it doesn't matter. They have a fantastic guarantee program. And here's how I, me personally, no, I'm kidding, PHNX as a whole, is going to hook you up. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX. Max No, I'm not buying Shady Rays. Shady Rays can buy you Shady Rays. Use code PHNX like you see on the screen or hear from my dulcet tones, and you can get 50% off two pairs of their polarized shades rated five stars or better. Uh, can we go five stars or better? I'm going to give it five stars or better by 250,000 people. Check out Shady Rays for the best thing going in Eyewear protection. Okay, well, if... No, I'm kidding. I was going to use it. If you want to you know be protected... You know what? You know what, you know what though? We're moving on now. We're going to ram this show out now, right? We're getting towards the end. But let's have a look quickly. Can we have a look at the bracket quickly? Because you know what I said? I said we are making no predictions on this show, but I lied. You know why I lied? We're going to predict every game other than Phoenix Rising's game. We're going to rapid fire, too. Let's do it. Rapid fire, rapid fire. All right. You, right. Sacramento against New Mexico. Sacram Who are you picking? Sacramento. So you, uh, I'm going to take Go Sac. for you. Okay, yeah. uh, switchbacks against San Antonio. I'm going to take switchbacks. I'm also going to take switchbacks. We're skipping that match. Three, three, yep. six. Orange County, El Paso. El Paso. I'm going to go OC. Okay. Going over to the east side. Pittsburgh, Riverhounds versus Detroit City. Pittsburgh. Yes. Memphis, 901 versus Louisville City. This is a tough one. This was the one that Louisville, you... Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. Okay, okay. This was the one that tripped you up the other day. I'm also going Louisville. 
Charleston Battery, Indy 11. Charleston. Indy. And Tampa Bay Rowdies, Birmingham Legion. Legion. Oh, I almost might take Legion. I'm going to go Legion. Yep. He's going Legion. I'm going Legion. He's going Legion. Okay. Oh, boy. That's crazy. That is absolutely bonkers. Um, Remember, if you've got some predictions, though, around the uh, USL games there that are coming up, you you think you know who's going to perform well player-wise. It's almost like there's some sort of fantasy application, Indeed. if you will. We've got a competition going. Some of you have decided to respond. Shout out to those of you who have entered your teams. See as well if you can beat, of course, the uh, famous John Morrissey mm. of uh, USL oh, yes. Tactics fame. That's what they say. Relative or me. Fame, of course. Or it's you can try me. Or you can try to beat me in fantasy. Good luck with that. There we go. But it may be fantasy, but I'm your worst nightmare. Ah, that's good. Wow, that was actually quiet in the room. Everyone hated that that's, universally. That's getting a thumbs down from Not even Emma after that one. That's tough. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Check out uh, check out the Fantasy League, right? Please DM at phnext underscore underscore rising if you haven't already done so to get in on the fun. Hit us up. Oh, no, it's, it's already on Twitter. That's All the links saying. are on Twitter. Hit, yes, if you have any questions, of course. Questions, hit us up yeah. in Discord with any questions and just berate Owen as well, OJ Evans 18, with Why any questions or anything. Me? You People are already calling you out I'll for being late. You're already late I'm to start this pod. Max made <sighs> us late today. I blame him. I did not, actually. Was, uh, I, I, I think I blame you, Max. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Emma, no. Oh, oh no! Oh boy, um, buddy, anything, uh, anything else that we haven't hit for this match against San Diego? Oh, I have one thing for us, but uh, anything from your end? What? Well, go on. What do you say, and then I'll have a. Well, thing. first big one, first of all, um, Owen, do me a favor. Can you uh just close your laptop for just a second? Why? Just because I want movie. people to look at your chest. Look at this oh, chest, God, everyone. Admire. Mm-hmm. Admire's pectoral region and the chest and the torso and everything like that. Because you, you can get. This weird, man? No, uh, no, we were just talking about fantasy. We were talking shit. about fantasy, and now I'm talking about, you know, your body. It's, it's a totally normal thing. Anyway, if you want to look good like Mr. Owen Evans is, check out phnxlocker.com. Our rising merch, especially the shirt, is back in stock. The scarf is back in stock. You can look amazing. You can look amazing. Like your boy with a wagon shirt if you want to support the D-Backs. But this ain't no PHNX D-Backs podcast. This is PHNX Rising yeah, Podcast. over there. Res- uh, yeah, I think they actually just They've just ended. They're, they're just probably ended. still over there yeah, somewhere. Yeah. But hey, uh, check out all our merch on phnxlocker.com. Become a diehard as well. It gives you a new opportunity to interact with everyone in the Discord. And rumor has it, again, we are not going to be doing jinxing. Max but if a certain if a certain team wins over a certain team, you are going to want to go into the Discord from some very exclusive content. That is what we will say. Apparently so. That is what we will say. And the other thing I'd like to shout out is our friends at Valley Taproom because we have agreement in place and I'm going to need... The agreement is... If you get there, Max will buy you a beer. Actually, well, yeah. If you go to the watch party, I will buy you a beer. But Max that's, is going to buy beer. I just, I just kind of blew the lid off it. We need people. If you guys are interested, hit us up. Say in the chat. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit us up in the Discord. If you are interested in going to the Valley Taproom PHNX Rising watch party for Sunday's game. This tower is leaning. This tower is leaning. <laughs> it's the leaning tower of beer. If you want to go to that, hit us up. Shout out in the chat that you're going. Watch party. At Valley Taproom, check them out. It's a great freaking time. 202 and Gilbert, those of you guys who are on the east side, east side, check us out. Valley Taproom, we will be there. I will be buying you a beer if you are there. I'll even give you bonus points. You wear a PHNX Rising uh, shirt or scarf, I'll buy you a second beer. Whoa. It's a lot of beer. It's a lot of beer. 
when you're ready to say cheers. Don't do that. Don't forget. Too bad producer Eric doesn't know where the button producer is. Producer Eric, what, what do you think the he line is? He don't know. Maybe? He don't know where the button is. Yeah. Something about beer? It's yeah. Max's buying beers. That's fair. He don't know what the button is. That's right. But yes, shout out to Tap Room again. Hit us up with any questions. More info to come. But uh, yeah, show up. Have a good time. Shout out my man Donald. We will be there. Having some drinks. Let's go. Having some drinks. I'll have to wait until after the game, unfortunately. For oh, my drinks. boy. Yeah, you will. Um, yeah. yeah, man. It's good. We have a... It's going to be exciting. It's a, yeah. it's a very... We're teaming with anticipation this match on Sunday. That's what we'll say. Well, I'm getting a, I'm getting a certain... Uh, what's it called? A, a signal. We call it nonverbal communication in the business. Yeah, we do. But uh, we had an agreement from earlier in the show that uh, <sighs> I'm a man of my, am I, I'm nothing but a man of my word, people. Man, it seems like you're trying to skip out of it, to be honest. To hype, you know? Oh no, I'm, I'm waiting for Emma. Emma. Can I get a? Come on, replace me in this scene. Can I get a? Can I get some uh, keys? You got a little. What's up? Oh, I don't have keys. I'm actually already. I'm kind of liking the the shades. You have to take Omaha. Yeah. Oh, oh no, we almost had it. Right through the mitts. Oh wow! Yeah, what is what is this? You is this a? It's like it's, it's dead. Now it's it's been slowly eroded over the years. Oh, it's like a Lego, like a little logo. I did not know that. Wow, you have a nice nice keychain. Okay, anyway, you want the? Oh man. Okay, for those of you who are listening on audio, this is going to be a horrible medium. But uh, Emma, what are we do? What are we about to do right now? Um, we're about to shotgun. Yeah, we are. Max is going to shotgun a beer. I'm going to shotgun a non-sponsored drink. Yeah, this is fair. Thank you for uh, having the sponsors. No free ads, as you guys it, know. It will probably show. I'm really sorry about that, Max. <sighs> um, I gotta, I gotta get my little can. Oh yeah, she, yeah, she. With Emma, the teeth, Emma is a savage. I'll do some play-by-play. -play. Emma with the teeth breaking open the unsponsored can. Thank you, Eric. I'm, You're a, I'm just a delicate. I'm just a delicate guy with my Max tea. taking his time. I I'm a man of precision. If nothing else, Ooh. I don't want a nice I paper cut up. or a, I guess metal cut. Don't want that. I made my whole. I'm not gonna. Spin no, you it. gotta make it gaping. You gotta make it gaping. We're gonna say it exactly what it is. You don't wanna. You wanna be efficient. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh boy, guys, I'm so close to ending the stream. You guys, <laughs> please don't. Go, go, go. This is possibly the most pathetic I've seen. There we go. Let's go. Are you not entertained? Call that PHNX so ASMR. Oh, man. That was a big, that was gulping. Oh, boy. Appreciate everyone joining us over here on the PHNX Rising podcast. Join us Sunday after the match for postgame. As you know, check us out on Arizona's Family Sports for the pregame. We're a little bit more tame than this, but as you know, hit us up in the Discord. Hit us up on Twitter at PHNX underscore underscore rising for all the freaking ton. Yes, Max is buying beers on Sunday. Woo! Join us over at Valley Taproom on the east side. East side. I want to burp, but I hope that's I hope that's all what happened. I'm not gonna do it. Anyway, check out everyone. You can follow me at Max David Simpson on Twitter. You can follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. You can follow Emma at Emma Ann Clark on Twitter. You can follow Reese at Reese 11 underscore, just the one underscore, not this stat like you thought there was two underscores, but there's only one. You can follow producer Eric. Welcome to the PHX Rising podcast and the oh, circus ensuing at Eric Ruby, if I have that correct, sir. That's right, just Let's the name. Go! It's a beautiful game, but it's way more beautiful when you're shotgunning beers and rising are in the, the